Nobody won't die. But everybody won't go heaven. You see me? As you see me so, me I go yarn, me I go speak my mind, me I go yarn. Them things say we blind, make we yarn. Why are my people so poor? We can't take this no more. Me I go yarn, me I go speak my mind, me I go yarn. Them things say we blind, make we yarn. Why are my people so poor? We can't take this no more. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Make We Yarn. I know you all have missed me. I've been away, but I'm back now. And today with me, I have... Benjamin Ishaku. Basil Anthony Abia. Today, we're going to talk about the 11 soldiers that were killed in Kaduna on March 20th. What do you guys have to say, Basil? Um, first and foremost, I love to parallel um, current affairs. So, it's a tragic event, no doubt. I feel devastated that this is still happening, nonetheless. But I think what is more, much more painful is that the leadership that we expected to show themselves doing the burial for the soldiers, you know, show their last respect to people who, who gave their lives for people, um, they didn't show whatever. Um, both the president, the vice president, um, the key ministers in the defense, army, the chief. even the governor, all of them were in Lagos to celebrate Bola Tinubu's birthday. Nobody, nobody could even take... I mean, it doesn't take much to fly a chopper to Kaduna, attend the event, you know, empathize with the families, and then go back and, you know, for the, for the, for the birthday celebration. So I, literally, these things, people don't really understand how important these things are. I was watching CNN on probably be Wednesday or, t- or Thursday, where Emmanuel Macron was at the burial ceremony of the um, the French gendarme mm. who swapped his position with one of the hostages in France, mm-hmm. actually, and got shot in, in the process. But he, because of the bravery he did, he saved the hostage uh, situation in France and he was killed. But nonetheless, he was given a king's burial, a state burial. The president was there, every, virtually everybody, the French army and the French gendarme. The French gendarme is just like a higher version of the police, actually. So uh, most French countries have this. So, um, I mean, but you could see how it was. The entire French nation actually um, mourned with the family, mourned the loss of this great man. We lost 11 great Nigerians who were willing to sacrifice their life for the unity of this country and we didn't show any of that so for me i'm i'm pissed um benjamin okay um just like basil said it's really demoralizing for fallen soldiers not to be given a befitting burial that demoralizes the remaining of our um, armed forces and one could say if they are in a position where they could give their lives or behave cowardly. The remaining of the Nigerian armed forces, knowing that nobody cares about them, they don't get at least a befitting burial. So mm. they can always look in the other direction. That is not the way to go. And for goodness sake, that's 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 very, 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 very wrong not to give um a befitting burial to our mm-hmm. fallen heroes. And that doesn't that doesn't really help in boosting the morale of people out there in Sambisa Forest, in in Southern Kaduna, in Binwe and all all across the country trying to um, secure lives and properties for us. I think not just pertaining the burials, but um, our armed forces, our security outfits should be deserve better. 
in terms of welfare, in terms of recognition, in terms, in terms of insurance, insurance, insurance. every 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 well. everything. I just think they deserve better, and um, that's the only way people can fight with the whole of their hearts. Absolutely, for the country. country. Yeah. Another important thing is these people, these people fighting to defend us, are not even sure about what will happen to their families when they fall. You understand? Imagine so that's another that's that's another important thing the government can do while trying to fight insurgency. Let these people fighting these battles know that at least be sure that their families will be taken care of. Well, I agree with both of you. It's a shame that no government or serious government official was in attendance for the burial. But um also, you know, Buhari cannot attend the burial of every single fallen hero at we, every time we we're not that. asking him to well, i guess what we're saying is at least somebody should be there show them that Nothing you care you can delegating. give incentives this this can be a form of incentive for other soldiers that are still fighting for our peace and security i mean if someone important goes for a burial like that i mean they would feel they would feel good at least, oh, I'm recognized and all of that. So incentives should be given. Let's talk about the Zamfara killings in the past week, um, the insurgency in Midugri and all of that. Benjamin, what do you have to say about that? I think um, internal security in this country at this point is at a disturbing state and we really need to do better because every day, day in, day out, we keep losing Nigerians, people keep dying from insurgency, and because these people that carry out these acts of terror go away scot free, that doesn't deter other people from joining the bandwagon of um, creating militias, carrying out attacks on other people. Um, people right now, especially in the northwest, think um, they can they can go ahead and snatch cattle and um, kill people. In fact, I saw a very disturbing picture on Twitter where some cattle rustlers had AK-47 and they were moving freely in, 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 in Zamfara. They went to a feeding station with their motorcycles and and these guys are having a field day. So I think internal security as a whole in this country is at a disturbing state and we need to do something that must be done real quick. This is a state of emergency, whether we like it or not. Whether we call it the name or not, but we know Nigeria is at a state of emergency. And the earlier we do something, the better. There is chaos all across the country. There is more internal strife than ever. Cattle rustlers in, in the northwest, in Zamfara. We have um, killings in South, Southern Kaduna, including the army. Army officials have been attacked. We just lost 11, right? So we need, we actually need to do better in terms of um, internal security. Things are deteriorating badly. And talk about the middle belt. We've seen um, herders and farmers clash. And one can argue that this is this is more than um, a clash between farmers and herders because of the sophistication of the people carrying out this terror. But nonetheless, we just we just need to do better in terms of internal security. I don't I don't really um care who is doing what or who is behind what. What's what I'm worried about is the ability of the state to protect the citizens, right? The primary responsibility of any government is the protection of life and properties of its citizens. So I think um the government of the day can do better in terms of internal security. You should be ready for this fight. What do you think, Doctor? 
Um, I mean, first and foremost, the area of Anka in South um, last, last week was reported to have asked for for help from the United Nations uh, in terms of because I mean he had given up on the Nigerian state uh, sorting out the problem and the governor of Zamfara State as well was said to have um, asked for more help from the federal government in terms of more soldiers I don't I don't specifically know what help was asking for because already we already have a, a special uh, task force. A special task force on the castle rustling, castle rustling, sorry, in the northwest of Nigeria, and it's getting way worse. Um, I was speaking to a friend who's, who actually comes from, uh, happens to be from Zamfara on Monday last week, and this is a class that was, this was a crisis that was going to happen over the last few years. They saw trends of this happening. Um, this cattle rustlers having guns, all sorts of uh, guns in their own uh, expanse. Um, the state government not really trying to, you know, sort out the issue right from uh, from the onset. Um, unemployment, uh, basically poor lack of education. To be honest, I mean, I served in Katina. Uh, for six months, so I could tell you exactly that that terrain. Um, um, Zamfara State and uh, Katina and Sokoto are quite close, uh, very close. So we had these issues. I'm very sure if you were conversing with Hausa, the Dambanga is a big issue in the Northwest. Um, you stay in the village and you wake up the next morning after a good night rest and you just hear that uh, some certain Dambanga entered the village close by killing this uh, number of people, you know, cutting away with um, with cars and all those things. So this thing is prevalent. As Benjamin said, we have a serious issue with internal security and every single region in Nigeria has a peculiar problem when it has to do with insecurity. For the Northwest, especially Zamfara, the cattle rustling is a big problem that <coughs> right now, whatever security um, plan that the government has is not working. For In my opinion, the Emir's plea to the United Nations is just the height of it all. I mean, for him to say that, oh, I have no faith in the Nigerian army or armed forces or whatever, it's just, it means that he's, he's at the peak of frustration. I don't know what is going to happen, but this, this, is, this is terrible. You know, for a country like Nigeria, mm-hmm. it is really terrible that an emir would plead to the United Nations, you would know, go not, that far to know, the United you know, Nations. This is not the first, this is not the first um, person saying he has lost faith in the Nigerian army or in the I mean, we know that they've, they've people, lost faith, but... People have lost faith. And coming out straight, it means he's, he's gotten to the peak. That and reminds me honest, of the, the comment... Um, Tiwa Danjuma made during the convocation. Convocation. Um, I mean, he's also a very controversial person, and his comment stirred up interest, stirred up topics, conversations, and all of that on Twitter. And but probably, so can you tell us probably, your take on it? Oh yeah, um, ben, yeah, Benjamin's about to say something, but probably that statement from um, Tiwa Danjuma is. For me, I think it's enough to have military groups, more military groups rise up for Benue State. I won't be surprised if at, at the moment that we're talking, there are people having meetings to organize these groups. So um, it's a dangerous trend, first and foremost. 
anybody who knows Nigerian politics um, should know that T.Y. Danchuma is probably up there with the top five most influential Nigerians in the country. So when someone the like T.Y. Danjuma or IBB or Basenjo or Abdul Salami or even Tinubu to an extent, uh, you know, say those kind of things and uh, you know that we're in big trouble. And, and so for uh, T.Y. Danjuma to say that, look, we're going to be very honest. Um, we have a big issue and once the state cannot protect its people, the people look for another way to protect themselves. This is mm-hmm. this is philosophy. This is basic Because basically they have the rest to self. It's basic. I mean it, it has happened over and over in, in in history, even before this generation came to play. So this is always gonna happen. Once the state cannot regulate um security, literally these things happen. So I'm I'm not I'm really confused as to why Nigerians were reacting in sort of a way. This was always going to happen. Um, I think if, what we should have done when this statement actually came out was to demand of the government uh, to defend Nigerians. That's their responsibility. I also, as I always like to make parallels. When the Parkland shooting happened, the students knew that if they didn't get out on the streets to protest, um, that the media and the country would just sweep it under the carpet, sweep it under the carpet and another one will happen. And he felt that, oh, look, we have to take a stand because this is going to happen again and again and again. And these kids are doing marvelously well. Um, lots of companies who sponsor the NRA, the number one gun lobby association in America, have stopped their sponsorship. Um, there is a conversation, there's a national conversation, which is good. That's a brilliant start if you're protesting. I'd expect that Nigerians who actually want this to happen do. The least they can do is actually go out on the streets and, and demand for a change. We need a change when it comes to internal security. That's my own plea. Um, and yeah, that's my opinion. So, Benjamin, um, can you tell us your take? Basically, I'm not in support of anybody inciting violence. Some people look at T.Y. Juma's comment as inciting violence, but I don't look at it that way. This guy did not say, rise up and pick up arms. He said, defend yourself. And... Like one of my favorite rappers, J. Cole, will say, um, everybody is a killer. All you need to do is just push him to the lips. So I want to just put myself in, in Benway people's shoes. And if if my neighbors are being killed and these killings keep happening and it keeps happening and I'm most likely going to be the next person. Mm-hmm. Once somebody is there to kill me, I have to defend myself. I, I can't just lie down and... Um, die like a rat <laughs> we get killed like a rat but it's, it's, only, it's only normal it's normal human instincts to fight back and defend yourself if um, your life is being threatened basically I just, I just think if the government ha- had done better with internet security we, don't, we wouldn't even be discussing about these things in the past five days, how many attacks have we had in Medjugorje? Wow. Like, so, so basically that was what happened Nobody can deny um, the fact that the civilian GTF in Meduguri played a major role in degrading the Boko Haram insurgents, right? So only when people rise up and say enough is enough, if because to be honest, if how was how is movie rescued from Boko Haram? Civilians, yeah, locals so, picking up so, arms so, to defend themselves. So 
So that in essence, we are not we are not saying pick up arms and defend yourself, but yes, it, but like it's 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 only it's only um normal human instincts to defend yourself against being killed. Basically, I don't see um Tiwa Ilanjuma's um comments as um that of inciting violence. No, he's just saying defend yourself and come on. Even if he doesn't say it, people will naturally defend themselves. Defend themselves. Even if he doesn't say it. So, uh, my word out there to people criticizing him is put yourself in the shoes of the people that are being killed and sincerely ask yourself whether you will just sit down and get killed. For me, personally, um, I think that um, the conversation right now should be on how to actually get government working. Exactly, because I feel like it's so disgraceful that such a top man in the country would have to go down to make such a comment. Yeah, and he also made some claims that they may not be verifiable, but very are, disturbing claims. It's disturbing for him to say that the military is in sort of a colluding with the uh, the headsman. It's a dangerous statement. It's. It says a lot. He knows way much more better than virtually any expert in internal security in Nigeria. That's a fact. This guy, this guy till date is the most powerful, or was the most powerful um, uh, chief of defense staff the country has ever had. Military official. Military official the country has ever had. He was influential. Look, he had a very deadly past, no doubt about that. Um, uh, but nonetheless, we need to take it serious. We need to take his claims serious. Well, um, this is not the first time we've had um, the military and controversial issues, and a lot of conspiracy theories have um, been brought up since insurgency started in Nigeria, mm. uh, which involved the military. The recent is the issue of um, Dapchi school girls and El Zazaki. Talking about El Zazaki, they have very, very um, disturbing protests. From the IMF? Yes, from from the Shades about um, releasing their Malam, El Zazaki. And this thing keeps growing. I saw, I saw some disturbing videos about, of women and men calling out on the government to free El Zazaki. And unless this issue is um, nipped in the bud and handled appropriately, I fear for another um, phase of insurgency, just like Boko Haram. Yeah. I mean, it's high time they told us, is he alive or not? There have been very controversial stories all around mm-hmm. about whether he's my alive. My intention is yes, illegal. It's illegal. It my is, position, I'm my saying position on this... They should just tell us as well. Okay. My is position, he alive or not? My position on this has always been, if you have nothing against him, let him go. Let him go. And if you think you have something against him, present, present it to the court. We present your evidence to the court, and if you win your case, that's when you can detain him. I mean, but detaining when... him to prove a point is totally unconstitutional and illegal. So whether we like it or not, if you say he's a threat to national security, you should prove that in the court of law. He's you been can't, in detention you can't for how just long? Keep three years. Somebody, somebody like that. December twenty fifteen, I think. That's almost well, three years. Almost this three years. This is now. truly yeah. outrageous, yeah. and mm-hmm. I can't believe that no, they've it's done lawless nothing. from the government actually. Lawless. They've done nothing. So about this, this, all these internal security issues, we are not security experts, but we don't have to be to know that the country is not headed the right direction. I actually fear for Nigeria with all that is happening right now. And what P 
people feared in 2015 may happen in 2019 if care is not taken. We may have survived 2015, but how how sure are we we are going to survive 2019 if we keep being careless about issues like this? Um, issues of national security is something that should not be played with. It's not something that you give half attention to. It's something that is... is that is an emergency and every everything possible should be done to maintain internal security from the government from the parts of citizens from communities traditional rulers every influential person every citizen must ensure that we have um, internal security else our existence as people and our existence as a nation is being threatened so basically we just need to do better with internal security. I really hope the government will um, rise up to the challenge and defend lives and properties in Nigeria. That is the primary responsibility of the government. And that's why you all should get your PVC. All right, people. This is the last episode for this season. I want to say a very big thank you for thank all you, of you, thank you that have been listening, all of you that have been following. We know that um, our numbers have gone down over 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 the weeks but we want to thank each and every person for listening to make we on podcast for engaging us online for following us for basically doing anything to support the podcast and we are sincerely grateful shout out to uh, the rest of our panelists shout out to akim for akim, the support and for the graphic works we thank we want to say a big thank you to skid adams for technical support too during the early stages of this podcast yeah. and to everybody thanks guys shout out to um, Solomon we promise you that it will be way bigger and better hope, oh, better and hopefully that we get our video platform there's no more we get the land plenty plenty land plenty plenty farm we get the energy plenty plenty oil plenty plenty sun water Jaburata, River Niger Day, River Benue Day. But for ordinary man, simple things to enjoy, we no fit to get. Water unko in all day, light unko in all day. Ordinary food to chop in all day, ordinary house to sleep in all day. Never tire to the yarn, I go speak my thoughts. Cause time don't reach for my people, Castle to boss. I spell like yarn till in go, but my people no see. Politicians still the yarn doors on top TV. We put satellite for space, but we no get light. Or would they blow my people? Still, we no one fight. We be the top five richest oil nation for globe. But my people no fit afford kerosene for stove. We never finish, civilians don't come. Now all of them they chop our money turn by turn. Remember 84, we be the beggar and you make it stay. Dollar na five naira then. Now 140 today, we just suffer and smile. Our debts they pile to build come out. See how my people they file. All we do is pray and hope for a new day. But nothing go happen till we change our way. Me, I go yan, me, I go speak my mind. Me, I go yan, them things say we blind. Like we yan, why are my people so poor? We can't take this no more.